welcome to Footy for Two. I am Solomon Dubner. And I'm Stephen Dubner. Solomon, you're pretty happy tonight, aren't you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Understatement of the year. Didn't you say earlier that today was your the happiest day of your life? Yeah, but I say that whenever Bart says a big win. <laughs> I said it after the PSG game. I said it after James Lee Fung a few years ago. Well, it could be that every happiest day of your life gets superseded by the next one. That's true. Right? That's true. No crime in that. Not at all. Why don't you tell our listeners what happened today? I did some spring cleaning. That was nice. Um, I worked on my china plate collection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to the bar, the painting of Smithfield Hall for the Classico, and that was about it. <laughs> Nothing big. Describe the anticipation. Wait, wait, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I want to mention a few things. Please do. Before we start, um, congratulations to Brighton. I'm being promoted to the Prem for the first time in a long time. Is that true? Yes. Congratulations. You've been to Brighton. Lovely town. Me and my mother committed a crime there. You stole a rock from the beach. We stole many rocks from the beach. Not many, several, a handful. Yeah. But they're round, they're big round rocks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And thank you to Patrick B. Croft and Tom Rosowski, if I pronounce that correctly, for the future listeners coming out to the Pena today. They were great guests. They were. It was very fun. They were very supportive. Uh, Tom, I, think, I think they had a lot of fun, and they picked a great day to come, as we'll yeah, hear more Tom, later. Yeah, Tom, actually, I think I I promised to wear a Madrid jersey if we lost, if we didn't win time this year or something, and he brought me a Madrid jersey to wear, but luckily... It, so. was, it was a non... It wasn't a cheap disposable one, either. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you would have had to burn it afterwards, so... I would have had to burn it. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> um, talk to me for a minute before you discuss the, the match and the results about your anticipation of this match for months, really, right? I was nervous. I wasn't excited. I was, but I don't get that excited for classes. I get more just a ball of stress condensed into a uh, five-foot-eight human being. Mm-hmm. And I am prone to breakouts of uncontrollable rage. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding, but no, I was very stressed. I have to say the other guys from the Pena, our friends, the regular guys we see there, they all they were all the same. Yeah, every time. I felt a little bit like an imposter today. I care but and I enjoy it. Level, yeah. No, I don't feel it in my gut the way you guys do. You yeah. guys were you I guys- feel nauseous when I see what you're watching marching for. I can't move, I'm paralyzed. <laughs> And and I told you this earlier. Whenever I'm watching these massive games for ninety plus minutes, I genuinely could sit, question myself: Why did I have to fall in love with a team? Mm. Why do I have to subject myself to this, these ninety plus minutes of torture? Well, you know what Shakespeare said, don't you? He said a lot. <laughs> <laughs> His birthday is today. Yeah, that's right, April. That's 23rd. what Ray Hudson told ha- us. Happy happy birthday to Shakespeare. Um, he said, "Happy birthday, my friend Chloe Dinosa too. She's listening. Happy birthday to Chloe too." She, Shakespeare wrote, "'Tis better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all." That's so sweet. Fifi, well, I'll always love you. It's sweet. You're but sleepy it, right now, but I'll always love you. It's sweet, but it's also it, it, uh, it, it's a philosophical question. Is it better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all? We didn't lose today. Well, today was an extraordinary... So I have to say, um, I don't know how many football matches I've watched from start to finish in my life. Not that many, maybe a few hundred counting college when I followed my college team. Yeah. I used to be an ultra, et cetera. Um, Are today, we arrested? Today, uh, not for that. Well, have you been arrested? <laughs> no, actually, uh-huh. no, sorry. Uh, today, was the best, today was the best football match I've ever seen. Yeah, it was a good game. It was 
the level of play was unbelievable. The level of drama was unbelievable. The environment was unbelievable. And on top of it all, reigning supreme, proving the saying, it's lonely at the top. Who was it? That's the anime, the last one. Who was it? Uh, Leo Messi. The best player of all time. All right, so um, I want you to talk about the game, but also um, give us quickly what the game meant in terms of Barca pursuing the title of La Liga. If Real Madrid won, I said I would concede the title. That would be it. We'd be six points back. I love how you we'll, say you would concede my the job. title. Yeah. It's my job. It's my job. I'm the official spokesman wait, of Barcelona. Wait, head, headline, 16-year-old American boy concedes <laughs> title. It's over, fellas. Call off the troops. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so we would have been six points back with an extra game played. Um, so that would probably be it. A draw would mean very unlikely, but we could still do it. A win would mean we're, I'd say, 52-48 Madrid right now. So it could easily go either way. And you say it's 52-48 because why? Our schedule, Barca's schedule is that much easier than Much Real. easier. They're playing three teams who have already lost to this season. Mm-hmm. Celta, Valencia, and And, and interestingly, I guess this is one of the weirdest things for American sports fans who are not used to— They're still in the Champions League. Yeah, who are not used to the different competitions, but Real has these two incredibly meaningful games coming up when? uh, Next week. Next week and the week after, I think. If you think about it, though, this is not a big advantage, but it helps a little bit that they're staying in the same city. They don't have to travel for the Champions League. It's a good point, but just in terms of, of training, yeah, in terms of, you know, yeah, I agree. potential injury, in terms of... They've had a lot of injury problems this year. They have. They had nobody left in the back today, right? Yeah, they were playing basically one defender when they scored their second goal. Can I, can I admit something terrible yeah. to you? Yeah. I love watching them play. They're they're a good team. They're, they're they are so a good fast team. and physical. They are and organized and attack oriented and kind of swaggery. I love. I mean, they're an exciting team. They only had like ten men today, though. I didn't see a certain <laughs> weird Portuguese guy for some. Can I, can I t- explain my Ronaldo Trump theory? Uh, sure. I think they're um, the same person. Can I tell you why? Uh, would you tell me why? They don't pay their taxes. Mm-hmm. Spray tan. Mm-hmm. Um, pay a lot of attention to their eyebrows. Mm. Um, and the biggest one is they don't. They both have an apartment in Trump Tower. Mm. So you think they're the same person? Yeah. Have you ever seen them together? Um, I can't say I have. Do you think they've met? You think Trump and Ronaldo have spent time? It wouldn't some time? surprise me if they've met once or twice. Well, if nothing else, in the elevator, Trump Tower. Of course. Hey, uh, hit fourteen for me, would you please? Sure. Like that. With their Yeeves. dogs. I, I was going to try to make a joke about Trump talking to Ronaldo's voice. And tr- Trump talking to Ronaldo in his voice. I'm trying to think. Your, fl- your dive yesterday was huge. <laughs> huge. Your dive. All right. Yeah, all right. Did, did um, walk us through the game. It started pretty shaky for Barcelona. We had a few good ch- a chances. Suarez missed a few. 28 minutes in. Uh, Real had a corner. I said Ramos is going to score. Mm-hmm. I was wrong, but not by much. Mm-hmm. Um, I my predicting skills were good today. We'll get yeah, to more yeah, of that yeah, later. Yeah. Um, not the final score. You called it two one Barca. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did predict Rakitic's goal. You did. And I predicted a massive game for the. Whenever Barca has a big game, I feel like I say Rakitic is going to score. <laughs> he usually doesn't. I predicted it in the Champions League final. Can I say something? You are illustrating the whole folly of prediction idea, yeah. which is that- remember Mark Teixeira. Uh, when we when we were beginning, he has literally every time Mark Tischer would well, come up to back, so he's gonna hit a home run. Well, that's just because he always did, but he yeah. hit a lot. <laughs> so he, I was right a good amount of time just because he was that good. Right. 
Right, but we should keep in mind, that's the way most predictions are, is people make bold predictions all the time. They rarely come true, and when you but when them. they do, exactly, yeah. you remember them. Mm-hmm. All right, so anyway, uh, Barca got off to a right. very, Listen to that, Nate Silver. <laughs> it wasn't actually that shaky a start. It was it just, wasn't. Um, just not dominant. And the defense definitely looked better today. Yeah, we were, um, the defense was very good. I mean, just uh, Umtiti's so good. Umtiti's good. He's and, good. And anyone other than Matteo is quite good. Who was injured, that's why I think we won. Can you explain, however, how it is that everyone that we know that supports Barca thinks Jeremy Matteo is so bad? Why on earth does he start in big matches like the first leg of the Juve match? <laughs> I don't Remember the, the first. Do you think he has some damaging uh, information on Lucho? And I think he, I genuinely it? think he might. No, remember uh, the first three or four months of his career, he was incredibly consistent and good. And I was a huge fan of him. I think he started too well for his own good, and since then, just been garbage. Mm. But for his first three or four months, he was like playing like the best center back in La Liga. It was unbelievable. All right, so Barca got off to a not great start, but it 20, the, 28 minutes in, they have a corner. I said, Ramos is going to score. The ball bounced around a little bit. Marcelo, who was unbelievable today. He, he did, I think, intentionally elbow messing in the mouth. There might not have been. That was before, right? Um, before the goal, I think it was because the follow goal was very soon Five minutes after. later, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Marcelo delivers a great ball into Sergio Ramos, who's about a mile off sides. Mm-hmm. But it's La Liga, so it's not called. Uh, he hits off the post. Terzegan was pretty incisive. He had an unbelievably phenomenal, world-class, perfect. Both del- keepers. German German schnitzel delicious game. <laughs> Can uh, I just say there was— And Casemiro tapped it in. There were so many amazing opportunities created, keepers shots taken, and saves. I mean— They had 24 shots on target. We had 16. Mm. That Those are FIFA stats. Well, yeah, I was going to say, what, what do both teams average, do you think, roughly, during this— I like, can't guess that. Yeah. Um, okay, so Real goes up 1-0 in the what, 24th, 25th minute? 28th. 28th minute, okay. And describe at that moment your emotion. I was upset. I believe we come back, but I was really upset because I didn't think we deserved to be behind. I knew if this result, if I knew if we couldn't win, we'd probably not win La Liga. Now, with a team like Real Madrid um, playing against Barca in a match like this in the 28th minute, did you think about how they might uh, pack it in to some degree? or No. 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 Okay. Because why? That's not what a, this t- a team this size should do. I mm-hmm. knew they would. That's how's the dog coaches. I okay. knew they would look first. Fair enough. Way. Okay. Five minutes later, a certain little Argentine boy gets <laughs> on the edge of the box, beats two or three players, makes Danny Carvajal maybe the best right back in the world to swing and whiff, and puts it past Kylian Do you know who that was? Uh, I'm going to say it was Lionel Messi. It was not. Who it was, was a star of Manchester City who featured a right back this weekend. The wonderful, <laughs> the unbelievable Jesus Navas. Pardon me? No, it was Lionel Messi. Of yeah, course, yeah. it was the best player of all time. Yeah. Um, that goal looked like he was just saying, okay, wait, you guys scored. I read a. I wish you hadn't scored. So let me just score one now and we'll just start over. <laughs> I read a really interesting article that you should read. I posted on Twitter about how Messi, which I've always known because I read a lot about him, is the one way that the one thing you don't want to do to him, which we all try to do, is make him angry. Because these are the players who feeds off it. Suarez, if you make him angry, he will lash out, same with Neymar, but Messi. He lash just, out or chomp out? <laughs> Both. He, Messi will just channel into positive energy and just destroy you. Well, we should say score. that Messi got knocked in the mouth. Looked like he could have lost a tooth. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. But, um, By Marcelo. Now, there's some. There's a lot of discussion or whether that was intentional. I'm, I'm to saying, me, it's every, every minute or so, I'm going back and forth. The way which Marcelo keeps looking straight forward after makes me think it was intentional. Yeah, but can I say if something? You, if you 
don't mean to hit. So if you feel just like your your elbow dragon's teeth, I think you would look back. Yeah, but you, can I say something? When you're when you watch slow motion of real life, it didn't. It, very I, I think it was fifty fifty. It could yeah. have been either way. Yeah, Marcelo's known to be a very nice guy, but a very dirty player. I have to say, he's on. Oh yeah, I won't deny he's the best left back in the world. If you could, Barnett. if you could pick, let's say three players from Real Madrid, put them on Barca next season, who would they be? Tony Cruz, mm. um, Marcelo. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think where we need to strengthen. I hate him so much. Maybe Danny Carvajal. Why do you hate him so much? Just nasty and gross. After he flipped off Barca fans after the mm-hmm. Rams' equalizer. So, but then Messi had him just lying flat it, on the ground after the end of the game. Interestingly, Sorry. most people, I think, if they were asked to pick a player from Real Madrid to put on their team, number seven would be in the top three at least. Think not, about it genuinely. We don't need I, it. No, no, no. We don't need him. Well, we have Neymar who's very arguably better right now. Mm-hmm. Not today, he wasn't. <laughs> Neymar didn't pitch. play today because why? He was suspended for two extra games for applauding the referee when he got sent off, mm-hmm. which Ramos did, and it was not included in the match report. But I'm not going to blame the referee when we won, even though there were a few dubious calls against yeah. us. They had a guy sent off. That's yeah. enough for me. And if you and there was a potential penalty against Ronaldo. No, I, I think that was not a penalty. I'm saying potential. He was taking. And their goal was a mile offside, but who cares if he won and, and Ramos was sent off. All I'm saying That's, is on balance, if. Barca had lost or drawn this match, you couldn't have blamed. Yeah. The, well. And at some, ex, at some extent, even though I don't think it's an excuse, I do sympathize how I had a crowd in a, in a stadium like this. You naturally tend to lean towards home team because Casemiro's early tackle on Messi, anywhere else, I think that could have been straight red. Maybe mm-hmm. not that early on, but that, that could have easily been a straight red. Yeah. Granted, Casemiro should have been off later, but. Okay, so now it's 1-1. 1-1 one, one. One, one at the half. And I just want to say, for anyone who has a gotten. Sick of the Barca buy set. We will be covering other games and leagues this episode. Oh, really? We will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's one one and a half. First, I want to say, I've been telling you about Marco Asensio for months. You sure have. And you didn't listen to me. Never Because you never listened to me. I don't listen to anything. Because you don't love me. I think deep down, you you have this feeling called love for me. But like on the surface, you, you, you're eh, you're eh, <laughs> you're eh. Would you agree? Yeah, my enthusiasm for you, I would say, is eight and a eh. half times. You said I, I, how many times? I think I can't express it better than you just did, which is eh. Tell them about the eight and a half times. They deserve to know how abusive the Freakonomics guy is. <laughs> so no, I, I don't think I came up. I think you came up with this. No, you did. No, my, one of my friends when I was being at my lovable, charming best when you were around, most obnoxious self, <laughs> asked how many times a day you regret having me. <laughs> right. And he said, he didn't say, oh, no, it was time. I say about eight and a half. Yeah, right. So that's our, <laughs> I don't get how the half works. That's our yardstick. Well, you know, it's like there's that one time a day when I'm thinking like, well, mm. yeah. Can I be a FIFA? No, that's Shots one of the fired. eight. That's one of the eight. Uh, yeah, that's not the half. <laughs> so that's like the five, five <laughs> eight, eight times. Um, um, all right. Onward, 1-1 one, one at the half. Marco Asensio, great sub for Bale, the mm-hmm. injured Bale. Then it was a pretty, they started the second half well, Real Madrid. Sure did. On the 73rd minute, Ivan Rakitic, fakes out a defender, I forget who it was. It was a defender, though, or a midfielder, or a forward, or a keeper. It was someone on Real Madrid, he faked him out. And he had a bullet with his left foot. It was neat to see Rakitic just like in the box. Was he in the box? He was just, outside, just outside the box. Just outside, but really create it for, I mean. It was and like, I told you he was going to score. Oh, again, you tell me every day. But I said at Everybody's going to score. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. But you probably also said, and I said it before. somebody else is going to score and somebody else is going to score. Before we left, I said Leo's going to have a massive day and a half, and I said Racky's going to score. That's true. And then, actually, before that, I, 
we had a corner. It's like I guarantee you, Jerry scores him here. He didn't mm. score, but he was this close. He he, was. If you guys, you guys can't see me unless you have some cameras installed, which I hope you don't. I'm putting my fingers very closely <laughs> together to indicate a very small margin. Jerry also <laughs> almost had. But I wanted him to score. Did you hear the burn baby every time you touched the ball? I didn't. I you did. didn't? I didn't. But it was noisy. A lot of whistling. Oh, yeah, they hate him. Jerry came very close to scoring a goal with his feet later. Yeah. Um, and right. as did Alcacer. I mean, there were so yeah. many close. What does it say, though? Was, uh, Ramos said his applauding at, when his handoff was not directed towards the ref. It was directed towards Jerry Piquet, who they hate each other when they're with Barca Madrid, but they're very close when they were with Spain, interestingly. Um, at least so they say, and so it seems. Um, but he said he was clapping at Jerry and that the reason why is that Jerry tweets a lot about Real Madrid and hating them and the controversies. PK loves, uh, he loves building up the rivalry. Yeah. Do you so think- does Ramos. Was, wait, wait, wait. What I was going to say is, uh, and Ramos said to the press that he thought that PK's tweets impacted him getting sent off. Mm. So I think it's kind of crazy. Do you think that um, the rivalry, as you and other fans see it, is as real, as uh, as as intense as... Do you think that for the players, it's really that intense, or is it a little bit like... No, just as intense, if not more. You think they truly feel like... Oh, my God. Watch the video. There have been... There's a fight, almost a fight. No. I have to show you some video. Okay, but again, again, unlike American sports, where if I'm on the Patriots and you're on the Steelers, and we never, ever, ever collaborate, a lot of these players play on the same national team at some point. No, it's true hatred. Mm-hmm. They make- stomp on you. Justin Mourinho poked Tito Villanova in the eye. Mm-hmm. That's the one that is always hate. I him. poke you in the eye and I love you. Well, I'm not dead of cancer at 43, am I? Uh, good point. Yeah, I, that's one of the reasons I always hate Justin Mourinho. Mm-hmm. And then he pretended not to know who he was. And then when he was asked about it in the press conference, he pretended not to know who Tito was. He said, "I don't know who Pito Villanova is. Do you know what Pito <laughs> means in, pe- in Spanish? It doesn't sound. It good. means penis. Uh-huh. He called him a penis. <laughs> He's dead now, and he called him a penis. All right. So and, and so." <laughs> So you're using that as proof that the rivalry is... No, I, I can't believe you asked that question. I, I, I thought I was hearing you asking, like, please don't, please don't. And you did. And I'm really disappointed in you, Stephen. Sorry, Solomon. Sorry, sorry, can we have a handshake? Sure. You guys don't know if I have to shake a hand. That's the best one. <laughs> okay, keep going. The game. You just had Rocket Dish scoring. This game. You just said Rocket uh, scoring. Then a few minutes later, Messi's on a run. Ramos with a vicious, disgust to a tackle. Red card, he's out. Uh, did you see him? You were flipping him off in the yes, bar. That was yeah. pretty funny. He deserved it. He's a disgusting human being. I know this is terrible. I genuinely th- hate these men. I think of them as terrible people. It's actually really bad because I don't know them. Isn't that terrible of it me? It is. It is. Like nothing's going to change. Even even you if know, I meet them, I found they're a nice person. It's there, not going to change anything. There are some people who argue that feeling that way about sports is a bad idea and dangerous. Then there are others who argue that it's a good idea because it's a proxy for actual hatred. I think both things, both. Like if you came up, let's say Ramos knocked on the door right now and said, hey, can I borrow a cup of sugar? What would you do? Hmm. I'd have Fifi attack him. (laughs) No, I'd say, I'd say, what would I say? I I guess it's, I really don't know. I I guess I'd say yes. Right. I'd Uh say yes. And and let's say I'm sure he's a perfectly nice person. I just hate him in a sporting way. And let's say then he said, "So Solomon, I understand that you really hate me." What <laughs> would you say then? 
I hate you as a player and I hate you as a person when you were 300. Yeah. When you're not with 300, when you're on your everyday life, I have nothing to do. I'm sure you're a fine person. Although you hated him also when he, with the Spanish national team when he grabbed the ball from the penalty kick yeah, and can, took it can, away from can him. You, can you blame me? <laughs> That's a reason to hate him. Well, I. Uh, so what do you think of the theory? The peop- Again, those who argue that uh, people get too stoked in that kind of rivalry. Um, you know, too too emotionally stoked. I think as long sports. as it doesn't get violent or truly hurtful, I think it's for the most part okay. I mean, the evidence would suggest that it rarely does get yeah. violent. Sometimes, obviously, but uh, yeah. much less than people will make. I mean, it the thing you have to do is you have to. This is where it's hard in life. You'd have to measure the counterfactual and say, if people did not have sports to get, you know. Yeah into and agitated about and upset by, what would they do instead? Would they be beating up people instead of, you know, flipping them off in a bar? <laughs> and my guess is... There was almost a fight in our bar. Do you see that? Yeah, that was just... Was it between two Barca fans? It might have been. I think it, it or was... Or might have been a Barca and Madrid fan. No, I it think was it was... about seating? It was just the, guy, the guys... There were a couple tall guys watching, and they were blocking another guy's uh, way, yeah. and the other guy was complaining, and the tall uh, guy said, what, I'm just standing here, what can I do? So <laughs> that's what you get when you... One of my favorite things about what about it, even, the, the Pena is big, so we don't know nearly everyone. And we, everyone, people, random strangers, just hugging each other after the game. Do you see that? I did not. I got a lot of hugs. Really? I got a lot of hugs. I did not know that. You sure that uh, they weren't uh, checking you for— You sure it wasn't Boo Radley? <laughs> Should I say my Boo Radley theory? <laughs> I don't know. I think he's a pedophile. You do? Uh, it was very different in the book and the movie, right? In the, the two versions. The book, he was a good guy. In the movie, he was a creep. It was Robert it was Duvall, scary. right? It was Robert Duvall. I think guy. it was his first um, first film or maybe first real film. Yeah, he didn't have a big role in it. Anyway, um, so Rakitic scored. Ramos is off. Now Ramos we, we got to speed it up. Yeah, so with 10 men now. And basically oh. one defender. Because Nacho was staying back, saying no center backs on the bench. Zidane still brought on Hamid, which was a bull move. So they had Nacho playing in the center, Carvajal and Bale, not Bale, and Marcelo's full backs. But they mm-hmm. were really wingers. They yeah. were far up the pitch. Marcelo set up Hamid and he scored in the 87th minute. In those few minutes between, though, mm. it looked like Barca was going to go up 3-1. They yeah, Jerry amazing. missed a chance. Yeah. Uh, okay. We all got down and scored. So describe your emotion at that moment. I, I, I crushed my Shirley Temple cup. It was a <laughs> cup, not a glass. Do you, do you remember that? Water and ice was flying all over the place. I knew that I was moist. I didn't know it was, what came from you. You didn't? It I'm was sorry. Pretty, it was pretty— uh, Did I get you wet? Just the whole place got wet. <laughs> Sorry. Do you remember when we were at uh, Belgium, Wales? And the guy dr- threw his beer? Well, I don't really know if it was a guy. It was it like was the goal. whole, the whole Welsh up. section. Yeah. When they scored. Yeah, we no, just, that was Belgium when they scored, I think. Oh, was it? The yeah, first goal? Not nine goals. Oh, yeah. Wonder goal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then. But then. Two wins stop, which I thought was crazy. You were upset that about was that. Although, honestly. Ramo, it was a minute alone, not. A minute 30 alone, we're going to set off. There's supposed to be 30 seconds per sub mm. as a rule. Should have been four, but who Well, cares? how many subs were there? Let's think about it for a minute. There was, there was the red card. So James, so Gomes, Bale wasn't— uh, By the way, Gomes, I have no use for Gomes. He was good today. He wasn't good today. He made a big pass in the winning goal. He gave so he was, much he's slow. space. He's he, slow. He gives Mars, my friend and I at the bar, who might actually be starting a new Pena podcast, mm-hmm. which I'll be doing in addition to this. A quick teaser. Um, we were talking. Um, we both agreed Gomes is undoubtedly a talented player. He might not be a Barca player, but he's undoubtedly a very talented player. Well, we know that. I mean, you know, that's not a surprise. No, I mean, he's talented enough to make it at pretty much any big club in the world, not necessarily He Barca. reminds me a little bit 
um, of in terms of usefulness of Arda in that on the attack, you, you love to have him around, but when it's time for defense, you just feel I like he doesn't he doesn't step up on the ball, which because there are guys who are like not fast, who are not big, whatever on Barca. But who defensively and they put in a work. They put it, work like Busquets on defense is unbelievable. Iniesta yeah. on defense is unbelievable. Iniesta defense way more. He was good today. He was Iniesta little, was really good. Like Busquets was really good today. I mean yeah. the quiet invisible guys. Okay, keep going. Um, then in about and I say it was about ninety one thirty. Sergio Berto picks it up, dribbles mm. the whole field. Very much. Lays it off to Andre Gomes. Um, Plays yeah. it wide to Jordi Alba. I've seen this goal, I'd say, 50 or 60 times. <laughs> like this type of goal. Every, it happens so often. Jordi Alba on wide, cuts it back for Messi. Messi comes up. <laughs> and he scores only with a classico. And I, I was pretty much crying. Did you see? You were, you were weeping. I, I, I was I mean, genuinely in shock. I've never seen um, a bar explode like that. because Well, because everybody was really happy for only about how many minutes? Uh, when we went up 2-1 on the Rakitic goal? It was 12 minutes. Okay. So during that time, we were very singing. happy, but still tense. And yeah. then there were a lot of chances to score a third goal. It didn't happen. But then when when, when Real equalized, the place yeah. was, it was beyond deflated. It was angry. Yeah. I thought that was the Liga right there. And, but it wasn't because we have the we have the best player of all time. Is that someone? No one can stop him. Even even if he is the best of all time, or even if he's the best in the world at this moment, no one you couldn't have expected that. No, you couldn't. Ninety. I mean, it was let, literally. You know who we haven't talked about that much? Uh, let me think. Ronaldo. <laughs> he was invisible. <laughs> the few times he had chances, he just squandered them. He was horrendous. He didn't have a good game. He was bad. Do you want to move off the Classico? Um, well, tell us what it means going forward for La Liga, and then what's your prediction for... Um... Sadly, we don't control our destiny. We need Real to drop three points if mm-hmm. we win out, which I think they will, because like I said, they have supposed to play Celta, Vigo, Valencia, and Sevilla. How many matches lost. left? We have five. They have six, I want to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, our hardest game is at home to Real, which will not be that hard. Mm-hmm. It'll be hard. And we have no be. Champions League to worry about. Yeah, I'll be the Copa del Rey final after the season ends with... Against Alave. So you're saying that you expect Barca to win the league at this point? How can I not after today? If they we end, have all the momentum now, I'd if say. they end up with uh, if we, we're equal at level points, on points, we then, win on the tiebreaker. Okay, head to head. very good. Okay. Um, so what would, what would you say is more likely to happen at this moment? That Barca wins the domestic double, or that Real wins uh, the Champions League? I can go with the domestic double. Mm-hmm. Who do you think wins the Champions League? I think I could honestly realistically see any of the four teams left winning it. I what, really could. What do you think today? I think it will be Juve. I think they're the, genuinely the best team left. What do you think today's loss does to Real Madrid kind of psychically uh, and, you know, it's really strategically for the Champions League? The past years of a loss like this would deflate them, but you see under Zidane, they have this unbelievable mentality. They don't give up. So it, I, it could still deflate them. Ronaldo was freaking out, yelling at his teammates, kicking things on the bench after the game in a game where he did nothing. But um, it could it could really go either way. It could it could kick the, be a Kickstarter for them, a catalyst for the where the despair make has them makes them finish the season really strongly, or it could see them peter out and not win anything. Can you explain to me the difference between Barca today and Barca in the first leg against Juve when they just looked like a like a, a disinterest an uninterested team? 
I wouldn't say this is only it, but I think playing Leo Messi really in the central role was huge. Mm-hmm. He was only in that mm-hmm. role, just popping up, creating. He was, every time he touched the ball, it looked like he's gonna make something happen. I, I don't know. And that, I think, was, and that opportunity arose only because Neymar's absence, correct? That's true. I think we will see it more going forward. Now we'll see Leo starting to tuck in centrally a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, the new manager, however, that maybe will notice his performance like that today. Um, I don't know. The defense was much better. Mathieu not being that guy. But I'm asking, I'm asking not even so much about strate- strategy or personnel. Mentality? Yeah. It's like, how can— I think we were still a little complacent at Juve. I don't know why, but I think we were not compl- not so complacent, but we didn't realize how big the occasion was. You always know feel the, how big it is in the classic. Mm-hmm. Also, it might have just been they were better on us that day. It could be that simple. Yeah, and also, you know, Barca got off to such a bad start in the first Juve match that maybe, you know, when you when you get your confidence rocked, we always look at these guys who are, you know, world champions, some of the best athletes, some of the best competitors. They're known for being, you know, they've they've been great at every level. And yet, in your own mind, you can lose some faith when you yeah. start to get, you know, beaten up a bit. And they certainly got beaten up early by Juve. But today, what was interesting today is— We were beat up a little bit early on, but we didn't Yeah, get yeah. I can't believe I'm saying this. We got to move off Barca. Okay. Atletico beats Espanyol 1-0. And uh, La Liga, Griezmann, 73rd minute goal. They look on part on course to finish third. Mm-hmm. To the FA Cup. To the FA Cup. Chelsea beat Spurs 4-2 at Wembley. I'm sorry. I need a primer. I know you've told me this five times. The FA Cup is the equivalent of what? Copa del Rey. Okay, thank you. Um, Did it used to be called the Capital One? That's the EFL Cup. They have two domestic cup competitions, which is crazy. Why do they have two? Just tradition and money. Okay, so the the Capital One Cup is now just called? The EFL Cup, the English Football League. And the FA Cup has always just been called the FA Cup? Yeah, no, it's technically the Emirates FA Cup, and no one uses that. And the FA Cup is of lesser importance? Lesser no, importance. More. more. Okay, thanks. So the FA Cup is all of all of England, all teams at whatever, any league you want. Yeah, pretty the other, much. Okay, all right, go ahead. Um, Chelsea beat Spurs 4-2 in the sem- first semi-Wembley. Two tactical geniuses were there, managers, Conte, Con- Conte and Pochettino. Conte got the better of Pochettino. Um, he, he benched their two best attackers, Hazard and Costa. Williams started over Hazard. And he scored a brace in the first half. Each time, first one was canceled out by a goal from Harry Kane. Second one in the second half from Deli Ali. Mm-hmm. Then Costa and Hazard came on. Um, Hazard scored, th- scored the third. And Nemanja Madden scored the screamer of a fourth after a great assist from Hazard. By the way, yeah, only one of the goals, Madden's last goal was from open play for Chelsea out of their four. So they were... They, corners, they were what? They were off corners. Uh, one corner, it was a build-up after a corner. One penalty and one free kick. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, by the way, congratulations to N'Golo Conte of Chelsea on PFA Player of the Year. And um, Deli Ali for the second year in a row of Tottenham Hotspur won the PFA Young Player of the Year award. Congratulations. Have, I think I should tell the joke that I told you this morning when we didn't know who was going to win the PFA Player of the Year. Please. Do you remember it? No. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so Eden Hazard said if he share if he won the PFA Player of the Year award over N'Golo Conte, he would share it with him. Mm-hmm. I said that's very nice, but it's not necessary because Conte would just intercept it anyway. <laughs> he just intercepts everything. I think that's uh, a good show. It's not bad, Solomon. Yeah. Yep. Um, Arsenal. How's your stand-up career coming? I'll be here all night. Try the. I'll be here all week. Try the veal. <laughs> all right. Keep working on I'm it. I'm the next Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Um. This is how he started out with the football podcast. Is fine. <laughs> Do you know that? 
<laughs> Prove me wrong. I want you to see. I want you to show me a document where it says Jerry Seinfeld's father does not have football, soccer, podcast. Okay. Uh, usually, it's very hard to prove a negative, but I think in this case, I can because podcasts did not exist. Oh, generation gap. <laughs> uh, generation gap. Radio show counts. Yep. Okay. So you can't prove that wrong quite. Yeah. All right. Um, Arsenal beats Sydney 2 1. Aguero scores for, for Sydney. Nacho Monreal equalizes for Arsenal. And that, of course, happens. The winner next time for Arsenal scored by the one, the only former Barca man, the one, the Alexis. only, the one, the only mm-hmm. Alexis Sanchez. Mm-hmm. He was great. If Arsenal's FA Cup, I know some fans who will say they're not going to be. Ha- they want Chelsea win the final because it makes it easier for Banger to go. Uh, but I don't think that's how they really feel. Yeah. But yeah. Um, into the Premier League, Burnley loses two 0 to United, who has Eber out for the season. After, what I, happened? He just had a terrible landing. It could have been his last mm, United game. I'm going to miss him. Yeah. Where do you think he plays next year? He might be United. He might retire. He might go to MLS. Mm-hmm. He might go to Italy. No one knows. Uh, where in MLS do you think he's most likely to land? I've heard LAFC. It's very strange how when European older— Not LA Galaxy, you know. Oh, oh, the LA. new—is that the new club? Yeah. LAFC? When they start next year? I think so. It's very strange to me. I don't know anything about it. I don't know if you do either. Somebody does. Um, when old European players decide to come here— they always have a connection to a club, right? I mean, that's just the way it works. It, it's I don't know whether they're openly negotiated for, or it just seems like it's almost done relationship-wise. Somehow. That's how David Villa came to NYCFC, I'd say. It's, you know why? No. The guys who are running the city football project across the globe where they have four or five clubs um, were Chiki Bagiristain, uh, Farron Soriano, guys who were pivotal at Barca up in the— Front office when mm-hmm. he was there. I think that was one of the main reasons. Mm-hmm. What about like on also, reference? Pep. Yeah. I told V about New York, told him where his kids at school. Uh, 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 um, yeah. And their kids go to the Columbia Grammar. Kids yeah. go to the same school where Pep's two kids blocks work. from us. I see. Gotcha. And Pep, we know where he lives. So, Ibra, do you know what connection Ibra has to the LA team? You mean what connection the LA team has Ibra? Correct. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you, you, can't, you, can't, you can't roast a great man like that, the that, king. That's right. Um, they'll, they'll rename it Zlatan FC. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I think, I think, a, I think the, sorry? That'd be a very good name for a club. <laughs> I think the LA lifestyle would suit Zlatan. I think so, too. I think so. But I wouldn't mind him here in New York. I would, ha- I would, I would take him. I would happily, even if he wouldn't, couldn't play for NYCFC, I would, I would welcome him at Red Bulls just so we could see him a couple times a year. I would, I would buy season tickets. <laughs> Not really, but I, I would definitely go a few times. Uh-huh. Wouldn't you? Just yeah. See him? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's be entertaining and good. He, he, he might not be that good anymore or anymore after this bad injury. But, mm. but that's probably not true because so, so little of his game was all pace. None of it was pace. Tangent. Via is still really good. Yeah. I, think, I mean, I don't know what he'd be like at the time. I think he level. could have played another year or two in Europe. He, mm-hmm. he was coming off a solid season to start for Atletico Madrid. Or not start up. He's, yeah, I think he did start a lot at mm-hmm. Atletico Madrid. Ray won La Liga. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, scrolling down. Can I get a drum roll? Uh, last game we go over in the Prem. Well, Everton drew West Ham 0-0. Didn't, River- didn't Bournemouth have a huge? Didn't they, they beat four someone? Nil? I don't want to say who. It might have been Middlesbrough, but don't hold me to that. I think that. it was Middlesbrough. 4-0. Four four nil. Nil. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Liverpool le- loses 2-1 at home to Crystal Palace, their bogey team, who they always lose to. Mm. Managed by my favorite, big, big fat Sam Allardyce. Mm-hmm. Um, Coutinho scored for Liverpool. But uh, First and second half brace from former Red. Mm-hmm. Christian Benteke gives Palace a win. 
uh, for people who only get their football scores from us, we're honored, and we will give you a few around from around the world. Orlando City beats New York City FC 2-1. Disappointing. Game we're sorry not to go to. I think we made the right choice. Lyon loses 2-1 to Monaco, where young, wonderful Kylian Mbappe scores again. Mm. Juventus beats Genoa 4-0. Bayern draws 2-2 with Mainz, but they're still easily going to win the league. Borussia Mönchengladbach perishes 2-3 at home to Borussia Dortmund. PSG beats Montpellier 2-0 on my personal favorite, even though I didn't watch it. Fiorentino, which make mm. my coach Paolo happy, beats Inter Milan 5-4. Congratulations, Paolo. Glad you got the big win. So, Solomon, Barca scored three. Real, only two. Oh, le, le. Oh, la, la. <laughs> it's not footy for one. It's footy for Barca. And it's uh, footy for two. Great talking to you, Nice Steve. talking to you, Solomon. Good job.